Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Robot Lady, Pooja. Hello! I'm a robot lady. Oh, a robot lady named after Oedipus's mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, today we're going to be talking about Jocasta. Jocasta. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, this is a literary reference, mm-hmm. or a mythological reference as well, I guess. Um, so, so, you already know it's a robot, you know that's named Jocasta. Yeah. Which is the mother of Oedipus, who he thought was the not-related queen of his father, uh, of, that he took from his who he thought was not related, King, who he thought was not related to him. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so what do you, what, what are your idea about what Jocasta is? Just off your, just off the top. Well, I mean, I took, in my, in college, I took a humanity course. So I, I actually read Oedipus, the play. Um, that was kind of freaky. (laughs) So, I'm assuming her character has some, like weird sex stuff going on, I would think. Uh sure, yeah. Uh-huh. So this is this is what this is what Jocasta looks like. Okay. Sexy robot. Wow. She actually looks like her face looks like what I imagined Jocasta's face looked like when I read Oedipus. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like kinda imagine imagine like a uh like a traditional like woman body but it's all chrome not traditional traditional comic woman yeah. body and um more of a uh a robot instead yeah like all all like, chrome boobs. and stuff yeah very shiny mm-hmm. you know of course has robot boobs of course right, because right. You have to have those boobs involved right and yeah they're individually molded by the way <laughs> because you get an underground you get like an under like, a, you get a shot un- uh, of her shooting laser beam under, and it's just like, yep, someone lovingly bolted those. <laughs> I wonder what the point of having boobs on a robot is. <laughs> like, it does this, <laughs> what's the purpose? <laughs> there's there's literally no point other than to, like, make it look like a lady with boobies. <laughs> well, I mean, I th- th- there's, there, I mean, that's the reason. Uh-huh. I mean, there's right there, I mean... <laughs> I mean, you, you've been on you've been on both of these shows. I mean, right. both of my both of my shows so far. Right. It's mostly just people being horny. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robots don't need mammary glands. They no. don't. Like that's that's literally <laughs> like. First off, are they are they hollow or are they solid? Because if they're solid, that's a lot of waste of material. Yeah, it is. I would say so. And this isn't like cheap material either that she's mm-hmm. made out of. It's like. It's like adamantium. Wow. Yeah. So like, so yeah. Well, so so do you want to know her, what her real name? What's is? What's her real name? It's Jocasta. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. She was good. Whatever. Occupation constructed to be a robot consort for Ultron, <gasps> an occasional adventurer. Okay. Okay. She's Ultron's girlfriend. No, she was constructed to be one. She was constructed to be Ultron's girlfriend. Yes. So she's like 
that's let's list it as our occupation. Yeah, an occasional adventure. An occasional adventure. Okay, so she's yeah. she's like a <laughs> is she like a like a stay at home type person that like goes out and has fun sometimes. I guess we'll, we'll get we'll get it we'll get it a little bit. Okay, more that. okay. Uh, her identity inapplicable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, legal status none. Mm-hmm. Other aliases none. Place of creation. An abandoned Aerosmith. Uh, Aero, Aerosmith. That was a slip mm-hmm. of the tongue. Freudian slip. Because <laughs> Aerosmith had like that era where they had sexy robot ladies wow. on all their own covers. Yeah, but but Aero Aerospace uh, Research Center at Nassau uh, look Long Island. Okay. Which had been owned by Stark International. Okay. Fun. Play- place of destruction. Ultron's secret <gasps> under underground headquarters. Oh, no. Located underneath the Statue of Liberty. Whoa. That's that's a that's a cool place for Ultron to have his house. <laughs> yep. Uh burial status inapplicable. Mm-hmm. Node relatives inapplicable. Mm-hmm. Um, a provisional member of the Avengers, oh. and first showed up in Avengers issue number sixty-two in August nineteen seventy-seven. The Bride of Ultron. Oh, so she's his wife. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we do get a cover that's that's really busy. Um, it has the. It has the Avengers logo that you think of, like the A with the with the arrow for the little like middle part. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know a lot is going on here. Yeah. Uh, you have like I would say it does a really good job at both drawing your eyes towards Ultron mm-hmm. and also being super busy. Yeah. Uh, like if they took out like one element, it'd be a good co- a good cover. Uh, Probably. <laughs> but so. So you have you have uh you have Ultron in the middle, mm-hmm. and he is blasting Wonder Man. Okay. Uh, and Wonder Man's just like ah yeah. Um, and, th- and then you have Iron Man to to the left of him. I mean, to the right mm-hmm. of him, shooting Ultron and uh shooting Ultron's arm. Mm-hmm. And then you have Thor throwing his uh throwing his hammer, but it bounced off of him uh-huh. and off of a wall. Yeah. And is kind of above Ultron's head, and then you have Black Panther just kind of, I don't know, about to be crushed by something. Oh no! He's yeah. got a pipe falling on him. And uh, yeah, and it's it does a good job at kind of guiding your eye through the action, mm-hmm. but there's just it's just a little too busy. Yeah, we didn't need like there's like a little. We didn't need some of these people there. I don't think. Well, no, you could still have all the people there. You just didn't need all the rubble uh, and everything. I guess that, that's another there's way like of doing four it. Diff- there's, like, there's like five different impacts as well. Like, you could probably do without one mm-hmm. of them. So she, her final appearance, it was in Marvel 2-in-1 issue 93. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. So, Jessica was originally designed by the malevolent robot Ultron. Who built her with the capacity for self-awareness, creative intelligence, and human-like emotions. Desiring a mate, this robot, with th- who would have to build a robot danger, wanted a mate. 
this robot wanted a mate. I just want to say that just over to this robot. What it what it really wanted to just doink like really hard. <laughs> Sounds like, <laughs> like this reminds me of like Frankenstein, like the like the it's <laughs> like the novel. Yeah, Mary Shelley. Yeah, it's yeah. part of it. It's part, it, there's there's some DNA of that, and then some DNA uh-huh. of Oedipus in it. It's a real weird combination. Uh, it somewhat works. <laughs> So, so he desired to make designed Jessica to be a robot surrogate for Janet Van Dyne, who was married at the time to Ultron's old, own creator, Henry Pym, then known as Yellow Jacket. <laughs> so that's where the Jessica part comes in. Okay. Because uh, Pym's son, Ultron, mm-hmm. made a robot wife out of his father's uh, wife. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, apparently he was aware of it as well. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, this is weird. I, I doubt it. I doubt I, for it. Yeah, it's you know what? This one isn't this one is nowhere near as bad as Oedipus. Um No, it's no it's not as yeah. bad as Oedipus, but there's still the Oedipus vibes. Yeah. No. And you have the also the Frankenstein uh Frankenstein monsters yeah, vibe as well. Yeah, it's definitely like they did. They did a little nice hybrid of the two. It seems like I feel it's a little bit more Frankenstein than it is uh, Oedipus. Because I mean, I understand. Yeah. Like, okay, look, if the guy, the guy who made you, technically is your dad, but like, also you're a robot. Um, it's just. But he does have he does have a real person's okay. brainwaves, though. Okay. Interesting. But, I mean, it's not like she's actually his mother. You know? She's just the person. She's just the lady that was... But here's where that gets tricky. Because Jessica has the brain Uh waves. Like, the brain waves and, uh, like, personality Uh of Janet Van Dyne. So, where is Uh a person? So, like, because... Cause like I think what Marvel tend- tends to take the idea a person is mm-hmm. the, is in the mind. Wow. And I think I kind of take that as well. Okay. For the most part. So like, but like she has a human brain waves, like brain uh-huh. thoughts and feelings. And it's of okay. Jada Van Dyne. So we're going we're going Descartes on this, I guess. I, guess, <laughs> I, I would. I would. I I did I somewhat agree with Descartes at least on some okay. ideas well, itself. I'm definitely not because I mean I did I did my degree in cognitive science and very much embodied the embodied mind and stuff like that. You can't separate the two out. But if it works for Marvel, then it works for me right now. I'll go. I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. I you know I I have I have a I, my sense of okay. self is weird. And I don't, I don't necessarily believe that the body necessarily contains. I definitely believe that. I don't need to get into this right now. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to steer the conversation towards like philosophy, philosophy, the philosophy of comic books. <laughs> oh no, I, yeah. I love to talk about that stuff. I just eventually. I need to talk about this horny about this uh, about horny robot dude making. Making Bob into a a, a robot yeah. wife. I mean, it's very it's it's definitely about her character. It's very relevant to her character, but also it seems like you want to talk more about her boobs, which is fine. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, you know what? 
I mean, I, I think I think sense of self and body for me may be separate, but I mean the idea of like really uh-huh. liking boobs yeah. in in my mm-hmm. head though. You know, you know, it's just one I think of there's them. a way one we can the marry things. the two together. The fact I, I think that this is this is actually something that leans more towards an embodied mind because if you have in your brain, you have a map of your body. It's basically the like sense sensory motor homunculus that has a map of your body out there. So she needed those boobs to be there because her brain waves were that of. Um, his creator's mom. What's her name? Yeah. Uh, Janet Van Dyne. Yeah, exactly. So she needed the boobs to be there so that it would map the, it it would match the map that she had in her brain. Otherwise, she would have gotten body dysmorphia as a robot. That's not fun. Well, (laughs) I mean, I desperately want to be a robot, though. Yeah, that you can be a robot. You'll just have to be Jesse shaped. As a robot, I don't know. I see. I want to be a spider bot. Like I want to. I want to be a spider bot, okay. or I want to be a NATO. But what if you're a Jesse, Jesse, Jesse shaped spider bot? <laughs> I don't know. Like honestly, I'm kind of like you know, like I don't think I'm like that bad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like why be a robot if you can't be like yeah, something yeah. crazy? But I mean, you can still be crazy. If you're a robot, you can do crazy shit. You just have to, like, in your default, be shaped the way you are right now. If you're going to be using the brain waves the way that Marvel does. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, mm-hmm. uh, so, managing to gain temporary control of uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Pym's mind. Ultron forced him to develop a process which could transfer his wife's own life force mm-hmm. into the metal body of Jessica. Or, not Jessica, it's Jocasta. Um, however, the process proved to be too mm-hmm. successful. Along with uh, Janet Pym's life force, uh, Jocasta was also infused with the personality, her consciousness, and her emotions. And in a desperate attempt to save Janet's life, Jocasta gave up her own chance of existence by using her cybernetic powers to summon Ooh. the Avengers. They quickly put an end to Ultron's plan and soon reversed the transference process. Okay. Uh, denied Janet, uh, Janet Pym's life force, uh, Jessica remained a lifeless metal husk for a, uh, for a time. Oh. Uh, by the way, my cat. Oh, well, never mind. She decided <laughs> to go. But he was doing the thing he does where he just stands on my oh. lap instead of lays down on it. Um, a new thing he does. Uh, <laughs> he decided to leave because I guess he uh-huh. knew I was talking about him. Um, so, but yeah, so she was a like mm. lifeless metal husk for a time. However, unknown to all but Ultron, a, resi- a, a residue of, lo- of Wasp's living essence remained mm-hmm. in Jocasta. Months later, he was able to use that residue to successfully activate her by remote control. The first meeting between Ultron and Jocasta was not a happy one. Though she loved him intensely, Jocasta immediately recognized that Ultron was dedicated to evil, and it would be impossible for her to join him in his unceasing war against humanity. Very interesting. 
She she helped the Avengers defeat him, and for a time, Jocasta was a guest and a provisional member of the Avengers, but was never truly accepted mm-hmm. by them. Um, eventually, Jocasta left the Avengers mansion, and having nowhere to go, sought shelter in public parks and deserted buildings uh-huh. in the city. Um, after months of this transient lifestyle, she began to note slight aberrations in, cyber- in cybernetic senses. These later proved to be the first manifestation of a series of pre-programmed commands to, recrea- uh, to recreate her own creator. Uh, Ultron had last been defeated when his body fell in a vat of high-temperature, uh, unhardened adamantium. A particulate resin, uh, acting as Ultra, uh, uh, on Ultron's instructions, Jocasta constructed a new oh. adamantium body for him, and she, then she transferred his consciousness from a mound of adamantium slag, which had been encased in the new body, uh, using like a special, like transferent mechanism, which Ultron like placed mm-hmm. like inside of her. Uh, Joining the robot machine man, Jocasta, again, tried to challenge Ultron. Mm. It was a desperate attempt to destroy him forever. Um, But she actually activated one of her own, uh, one of his Uh. nuclear power weapons, and forced it to reach critical uh, mass. So, sorry, sorry, she Uh. deliberately activated, sorry. Um, Even though she realized that she would be caught in the blast. The explosion ripped her metal body apart and fused her eternal circuitry. Her system immediately ceased functioning. However, her sacrifice was in vain. Ultron's adamantium body was easily weathered the blast, and he was not incapacitated until uh, later when Machine Man reached down his throat and tore out his final uh, eternal circuitry, which is pretty metal. It's literally metal. Uh, the uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the Avengers held a memorial service for Jocasta the, uh, weeks later. Machine Man felt sorrow over Jocasta's destruction, for the two robots began to love each other. And in a after a, an alternate future, Sunset Bane, aka Madame Menace, would have Jocasta rebuilt in a somewhat new form and reactivated to serve her. In this alternate future. The reconstructed Jocasta would encounter Machine Man once again in 2020 AD. Oh, oh no. Well, oh, they're yes? reunited this year. Yeah. They get to be well, reunited. Yeah. But uh, refraining uh, her affection for uh, re- retaining her affection for Machine Man and will choose to remain in uh, Bane's service. Um, now she is 5'6". Sorry, no, 5'9". So she's she's a tall robot lady. Nice. Uh, weighs seven hundred fifty pounds. Her optical service, uh, her optical imaging uh, sensors are huh? red. Uh, her hair un- inapplicable, and she can lift about fifty fifty tons. Not fifty tons. Sorry, five five oh. tons for indefinitely. And she has cool. robot stuff. Yeah. Also, apparently a garter. Apparently she has a metal, like, garter. Okay. Wait, I did not notice garter? that until just now. You know the thing that goes around the... Oh. 
Okay. It's like to hold up your socks hmm. or something? Oh, the thing that they do and that... Okay, yeah. so, uh, so I do have to say something real quick. So, first off, um... First off, do you know that, like, uh, American wedding tradition where the like the bride like takes off like the garter and like flings it or whatever and then like like it's supposed to be like the oh, really? flower thing but for that. the dudes I, I don't okay I didn't know that yeah it's weird okay <laughs> no it's weird I don't think I've ever been to that because kind. okay but they, they well yeah I mean go to go to a white person's wedding like just <laughs> once it, you'll find a lot of weird tradition oh uh, but like I don't understand it because mostly th- maybe this mm-hmm. is just me being horny all the time, but <laughs> thighs are very sacred. Aww. Obviously, thighs are sacred and they save lives. And it's something. It feels weird to be like to just like toss like this like thigh based thing that seems uh-huh. to be mostly for titillation. Whenever you're like uh-huh. not dressed up completely, to like a bunch of like young boys, uh. and sometimes you're related to them. That's like funny. it feels weird, like the flower uh-huh. thing. It's just like you know uh-huh. whatever you know. It's flowers. You know you can keep it for a while, yeah. Depending on you know if they're real or not. But the garter thing is like specifically just like hey, let me hike uh-huh. up my sk- uh, let me hike up my dress, pull uh-huh. this thing down off of my thigh, and fling uh-huh. it towards a bunch of young <laughs> men, some of which I'm related to. <laughs> That's so weird. Why why are white people so weird? I don't understand. This is the first time I heard about this. I don't know. <laughs> it's first off, it's weird. Second off, thighs are very sacred. I think- like they, they're very sacred, and they not only do they save lives, but they're they're some of the best parts of people. I don't know. I I would I can't tell you. I. I it's just weird, and it, and like like is I don't is know. it just there I, for I titillation? Like it doesn't have though? to be. You're just. It well, no, it doesn't. Like I feel like nowadays that's the only I feel like there's no need for it nowadays because I think beforehand it was like to hold up like stockings or something. I, I feel like, but like it doesn't it doesn't have to be like because it's a sock, right? It's like no, 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 no. It's a garter. Okay. Like it's it's like a little frilly thing that you put around your thigh. That's why I think feel like it's for okay. uh, like titillation. It's not a sock. Like a sock, I understand. That's okay. what I, like that's you know cover your feet. It's literally just a little frilly thing, okay. like you could put around your thigh. That's why I say that I think it's for titillation because it has almost no reason, <laughs> unless you, it's actually uh-huh. attached to like the stocking. But it's mm-hmm. normally not. At least okay. nowadays, well, that's yeah, what I see. That, it's kind of annoying that it's like, oh, guys are always horny. That's why this they're gonna like this, and but then also I would be fine with it. If it wasn't like tossing it towards people you're related to, <laughs> no, that's the thing. If it wasn't people you're related to, but it's not like, but it's it's like with like the flower thing. Yeah. It's like supposed to be like all the young people are supposed to get. You know, it's supposed to like transfer mm-hmm. like some of that like love magic or something that apparently weddings have that only uh-huh. that only lasts like fifty percent of the time. Apparently, um, so like it's just like. So, like, you have, like, these, like, young kids and, like, young uh-huh. teenagers and, like, young men, like, just catching this thing that's <laughs> been around your relative's thigh for most of the day. That's funny. <laughs> it's weird. That's so strange. Uh, sure. <laughs> 
I mean, someone tell me. Someone tell me if it's just me being like weirdly horny and putting like know. way too much into it. I don't it. know. Please, someone tell me that. It. It, Do you so, want me it to sounds tell you weirdly that? horny. For me, anyway. I don't know. Is it, I, I is mean, it weirdly it horny? Could be. It could be weirdly horny, but also it could. You could be weirdly horny, but then they could. The person who came up with this could also be have been weirdly horny. Who knows? I mean, I mean, I've, I, I know at least hundreds of people who believe who believe me when I say that like thighs are very sacred. Nothing, nothing sacred to me. So I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's not, like one of the only things that's sacred for me. But I don't know. It's weird. It's just it'd be different mm-hmm. if it wasn't yeah. relative. Yeah, I agree. And like yeah, young kids, I, I agree. And, like younger <laughs> that's people. That's a bit. That's a bit. That's that's strange to me. And like, and the weird. It'd be even weirder if you kept. Yeah, it. yeah. It, it definitely would be weird. I, I feel like they'd probably return it to the bride, right? I don't think you're. I think it's supposed to be like the flower thing. Uh-huh. Like you're supposed to like keep just, it or something. I don't know. I think I don't know. I'm gonna look into this because it feels. Uh huh. I've seen it three times, so I know it's like a tradition thing, yeah. like a traditional, like at least white people thing, or Americanized mm-hmm. wedding tradition. That's. I mostly know white people, by the way, so that's probably why it's at least mostly a white person thing, at least in my head. But I'll have to look that up. Because it feels weird and horny, and I don't know if you'd want to catch, like, the thing that's been on, like, my aunt's thigh for all day. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It feels weird. Know. And, like, if you kept it, it feels weird if you kept it as well, but, like, how do you just return, do you return it? Like, if you return it, that also feels weird. But, like, hey, I don't want this offering of future love, apparently, that you gave me. Yeah. But it's also be weird if I kept this. Let I'm gonna look know. into it later. So yeah. Okay. Does she get to ever throw it? Okay. I don't think she oh. does. I think it might be part of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when people get a tattoo of the garter around there. That's fun. I find them to be cute, but I'm not gonna get into that. Uh, that's the thing that <laughs> is not for this podcast. So, uh, so what? Uh, so what do you think of Jocasta? Chocasta. Well, first of all, she seems like kind of a tragic character. Damn, she went through a lot. She didn't even want to be created, it seems like. And then another times, she's like, I'm in love with the man that I must destroy. That sucks. Her life sucks. Yeah, well, well, good news uh-huh. is uh, she just, uh, well, sorry, wait for, for first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have one question for you. Mm-hmm. Are, Are they, they still dead? dead? Is she still dead? She's still. Didn't you just say at the end that they could meet again in twenty twenty? Well, that's the alternate future. Alternate future. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna guess that she's too hot to be dead. Or actually, you are. Well, you're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're right. She was too hot to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she did. So she did die for a while. Uh, she was brought back. Uh. She was brought back um, about some some decades later. Okay. Like in the 2000s, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was, she was part of uh, the Marvel Zombies. And like that technically wasn't Earth 616, which is the 
mainstream universe right. of Marvel comics. Um, but she was kind of just brought into more things later. She kind of helps. She kind of helped out the Avengers for a while. One just as kind of like around, just around during the Secret Invasion, which is when the Skrulls uh, basically took over, tried to took over the Earth. And then you have, and I think at one point Pym started like quote unquote dating her because he's the he's the goddamn worst. Ew. I hate Pym so much. <laughs> like he he's dating the robot clone of his wife's brain uh, in, a, in a metal body. That's, why? That's so mean. Well, she technically died. Uh, that's still that sound <laughs> that still sounds disrespectful of your wife. Yeah. And then and then later she helped out uh teaching the next generation of Avengers at Avengers Academy. Um and she was there for a long time. And uh, currently, uh well for the last like year year and a half or so, um she was working with Tony Stark. Okay. Um at oh, with uh, like a AI with like um this think like kind of like second life type thing like a really advanced ai thing okay. um i personally did not like the story at all okay. it went on for way too long <laughs> but uh, was she but she was kind of was it with jarvis sorry. or no no it was with tony stark and um oh jarvis in the comics is an actual dude oh okay yeah, yeah. that's um, interesting um, but yeah, she was working, she was, uh, she and a bunch of, uh, other robots, uh, were kind of starting, like, an AI rights type thing. Oh, nice. Um, which is right now currently kind of overflowing, because, uh, the Iron Man of 2020, which is Arno Stark, is, um, currently fighting. And when I say currently, I mean, like, literally this week. Ooh. That I'm recording. Um, but. Uh, basically, at this point, uh, Tony Stark is basically an AI in a beat suit because he technically died, quote unquote. <gasps> and he 3D printed his body and put his AI, put his AI brain into the body. Okay. <laughs> it's comics, you know. It makes sense. His body. That's great. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, and he's kind of and he's kind of just uh, kind of dealing with that right now. Uh-huh. He's just like, I don't know. Am I an AI? Am I? Am I even Tony Stark? Totally get it. And, and this is, and this is, and this is when this is when we start talking about the sense of self and where like the where the human soul truly lies. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I personally believe that he is Tony Stark as long as as long as he's cognizant of of himself. Mm-hmm. It has some form of sense of self. Yeah. Um. Even within ourselves, and also that's kind of being. Well, that's also kind of being exploited a little bit because, like, the AI rights whole thing is just like, you know, we may not be, like, physical flesh-bound people, but we do have memories and personalities and, you know, emotions. Mm-hmm. So, like, we should also get rights. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree, too. Yes. Robots are better than humans. <laughs> so. Sure. Okay, I, I think we're pretty much done. Okay. Uh, what do you have to plug? Let's see. Um, well, I just really have the clothing swap coming up on February. Damn, 
if it's February, it's either February fourth or February eighth. Uh, we're having a clothing swap if you're in San Diego, um, in uh, Chula Vista area, I believe. And if you want to find out more, you can find us at Dgenderets SD um, on Facebook. We'll be posting more information on there. So definitely come down if you have clothes to give or if you want to get new clothes. Everything is free. You can freely take all the clothes. You can freely give all the clothes. Um, and come hang out. So my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters where I talk about cryptids and some allure detail. If you want to hear uh, Pooja talk about uh, monster ladies that don't kill horny people. Um, that's I think that's coming up the same week as this coming out actually. Fine. So we'll have a you'll have a quadruple dose of, of Pooja, which is always a great great uh thing to Yay. have. So um, I also have a podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited ish, uh, limited series issue by issue with my friend Rob. Um. When this is coming out, I think we're still going to be covering Ghost Racers, um, which was part of the Battle World uh, side stories in the Secret Wars 3 or Secret Wars 2015, uh, depending on how you like to talk about that stuff. Um, and if you want to see the pictures of the people we're talking about, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Instagram and Twitter, and you can see the pictures that we're talking about, also the covers uh, of where they first showed up and they they quote-unquote died so um so yeah this is alphabet flight and justice is served bye, bye.